Isn't he does, he does it nice Norwegian ice. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Netflix Book Club Podcast. I'm Mike Tui, joined always with my co-host. Hey, do I sound different? <laughs> no. We're in a new place. Oh. New walls, new acoustics. Yeah, we'll see, I guess. Fresh lights. I think it should sound basically the same. Pretty much the same. You know, uh, some Same dog shit we've been putting out week after, well, week after blank after week sometimes. Yeah, sometimes we skip a week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody came up to me. They said they were listening to the podcast, and they listened to the Psycho episode, and they said, you've never seen Rear Window? A uh, Hitchcock movie. And I'm looking. I'm going, that's Dennis. So I don't, people, they hear Do this. Do we sound that much alike? I think they can't tell who's who. I mean, we look exactly alike. <laughs> Mike's nightmare waking up in my body, some Freaky Friday type situation. Oh God, we we dropped a new flyer. You can see what we look like. Yeah, I gotta post that on my own thing. If we were cartoon anime sexy boys, we're very cute. We're very cute in that thing, <laughs> especially me. You're you're under my armpit or something, and you look great, sure. But I look like I look like I paid the artist a lot of money to smooth out some edges. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just assumed you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford to get like real work done, but if I'm going to get a mock-up artist done of me, right? You know what I mean? Make me look good. And she did a great job. We tagged her on Instagram. Follow the Netflix Book Club podcast on Instagram at yes. Netflix Book Club. Yes. Uh, follow me uh, underscore Mike Tui T O O H E Y Dennis. Tell them where they can find you. You can only find me on Instagram at Dennis Rooney Seven, and the artist is on Instagram as at underscore Lauren Satchwell, if memory serves. And she did a great job, but I looked at it for a little too long, as you do things with your oh, face no. on them. You and I'm stared just, at it. You well, never do that. Dude. I'm just thinking, like, and this you is never not take a- mushrooms and look in the mirror, man. <laughs> right? It's right one of those- your soul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is this really how people see me? (laughs) (laughs) It's not a knock on her at all. I just think that with AI, it's like we could have just got this computer generated. I bet if we typed in like face uh, fight club, our names, like or like provided pictures, like fat Brad Pitt, (laughs) regular Edward Norton. You know, you see the or like those cartoonish versions of yourself that people have been making. You know, now that you say, you think it's too late to get a refund? (laughs) I'm just saying, you think I give it back to her? I could have done this on the cheap. (laughs) I don't know. Well, what is it for to get those AI images done? It's like ten bucks or something. I think so. I never downloaded it. I don't need. I remember we were hanging out one night with some people and someone had it going. Someone had the app. I know it's like pretty cheap. I don't need to look this. This good yeah i don't need the computer to make me look this good i haven't done it on myself because i don't want to see what the internet or ai thinks i should look like you just come out looking like frosty the snowman <laughs> <laughs> and uh first segue, of all first segue. Of all, segue <laughs> but i won't allow it yet we'll get to the okay. very good okay. very good but right. i do want to tag that a little bit <laughs> i do want to tag that up a little bit i was at a roast one time and my good buddy chris roach said dennis rooney everybody Finally answering the question of what a snowman would look like if he came to life. Yep. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch, but accurate. Yeah, because it, because it's accurate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that brings us to our movie this week, everybody. Episode 156 of the Netflix book club. Mike, you're doing a great job on this new in this new apartment. <laughs> you remembered to do plugs at the top. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're trying to trying to do it right. All right, let's do it. What do we got this week? This is 2017's uh, British. I didn't even realize it was British. Film noir, The Snowman. Anything in Europe is British to me. <laughs> yeah, the Europe. Sh- the snowman. Even Australia, somehow yeah. British. <laughs> in snow-swept Norway, 
A damaged star detective follows a trail of dead bodies and sinister snowmen in search of a serial killer. How could they go wrong? How could they go wrong? With that poignant summary? Yeah. Grizzly images, violence, some language, sexuality, and brief nudity. You got Michael Fassbender, Rebecca Ferguson, and Charlotte Gainsbourg. But really, you got Michael Fassbender. And where am I supposed to know this guy from? Because his name I recognize, but I don't really recognize him. You really don't? You can't think of another movie with him in it? I got a few, I'll tell you. Well, I know that he's... People know, like, if you go to the comment sections of anything, that everyone's like, well, I love Michael Fassbender, so I had to watch it. Right. But no, I don't think I know him from He was the robot in the, um, oh, shit, what's it called? Not Morpheus. The alien spinoff? Prometheus. Okay. You remember him? He's the robot who is perfectly perfectly evil, but you'd never suspect it. I'm not sure I got through it, that movie. Really? I think I have to go back. It's kind of a scary sci-fi movie. I liked it. Okay, I think he I... was in that. He played um, uh, he played Magneto in X Men: First Class. I mean, I don't... young X Men. Is that the first X Men movie that came out? No, not the first one. It's like the when they're younger. Okay, I only saw the very first one. That's all you've seen, and maybe the sequel. You've never seen Windowsill, Windowsill, or X Men: First Class. It wasn't Windowsill. What was the movie they said you hadn't seen? I, I don't the know. Psycho episode? Oh, rear, uh, rear, rear window, <laughs> rear window, <laughs> window sill. You haven't seen. You haven't seen jar, garbage compactor yet. <laughs> you haven't seen looking out the window with a broken leg. <laughs> you no, haven't looked so, at your anime version of yourself. I, I guess I haven't seen any of these Fastbender movies. Um, what else has he been? He's 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 good. Or he's supposed to be. You know, this <laughs> the, movie was... He, was uh, he wasn't what was wrong with this movie. That's correct. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Listen, there, Mikey Fassbender, if you're out there, it wasn't your fault. Nah, buddy, you keep bending fast because it wasn't It wasn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. Another sound effect. I just love that <laughs> nobody got to see it, but Mike jumped out of his seat to get to that sound effect. He, we got a big couch now. He's laying back all comfy, <laughs> and he realized he needs to be on the ones and twos. Michael Fassbender, weird last name, right? Because you would weird. think Very a, weird. a bass, a yeah, bass Fender, like a Fender bass guitar. Bass Fender? Well, a Fender is a guitar company. Guitars are bass, bass guitars. Okay. Michael Fassbender, Michael Bass Fender. All right. <laughs> Where are you getting the bass from? I'm saying if you switch fast and... The F and B in yeah. Fassbender becomes Bass Fender, Bass Fender, which is a instrument company. Bass. Something's going Fenders. on with this guy, all right? Jeez. I don't trust him. So he's a detective. He's a drunk. And uh, loves to sleep outside. Right. He, yeah, they find him drunk all over the place. Doesn't add anything to anything. Everyone, every, every character, including this guy's dad, is not really his dad. Or can't be a good dad, even if it's the son is never the biological kid. And every character has the same story. Yeah. With their dad either not being their biological father, or it is their biological father, but wants nothing to do with them. Or is not their biological father and can't be the father to a kid that isn't their real kid. And every character has the same story. And everyone's kind of cool with it. Like, the women in the movie are like, yeah, I get it. Guys, right? <laughs> they just drink and can't be around for people. 
And then, I mean, there was a point in this movie that I was fully expecting a snowman, like a CGI snowman, to just be, like, lurking through a window, which every shot is through a window in this movie. A lot of window shots. We're constantly looking through windows. Constantly. What do you think that says? What do you think the director was trying I was to say? Wait, I was hoping for something. Yeah. I was hoping for it to mean something because I'm noticing it. And then at one point, he gets pills prescribed to him. He opens a window and just throws <laughs> them out the window. <laughs> I started laughing. I'm like, they love windows. Yeah, I wanted to hear, and that was, he he lived in like a major part of the metropolis, so he like throws it out the window. I just wanted to hear like, ow! And then someone brought it back and put it in there, or someone like throws it back up through the window <laughs> at him. Like, don't litter. This is Norway. It's it, not America. It ended up back in the medicine cabinet. I I don't really remember. Was the, so the, the doctor just. Go so the doctor, who, spoiler alert, winds up being the snowman. Uh, it wasn't a supernatural snowman. I was with you, Mike. I yeah. said, the snowman I was, keeps killing people. I'm waiting for him to turn around. You're going to go through a window, his hands behind his back, yeah. and he pulls out one of those big butcher knives, like right. a Slayer movie. And yeah. I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm like, um, no, no, the snowman's coming. Right. He's murdering everybody. It's Michael Keaton. <laughs> As Jack Frost, reviving that character. Right. That was Michael Keaton, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been better than what we watched. Yeah, I just think. a frozen carrot for a nose. He rips it off and just stabs stab you people. in the eye with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was waiting for that. That's how preposterous at times this movie became. It was. All right. So I'll tell you my viewing experience of this movie. I was on the road all weekend. was in uh, Penn State doing shows. Brag. You know how it goes when you're staying in awful motels for the weekend, having to watch movies on your laptop. I heard it was sold out shows. I heard they were... Uh, they were great shows. They're begging for Rooney to come back already. That's what I heard. That's what you heard? I heard you crushed. The streets are talking. Um, but like I had to... I always say I hate watching a movie not in a good setting, but sometimes you have to. And I watched this movie in a motel bed with the um, ironing board over the bed and the laptop on the ironing board. <laughs> really? That's my go-to hotel move when I need to watch something. The hotel on my ironing board with the short legs. Yes. Yeah. Short nice. legs. Regular legs. They regular. Over the bed. How yeah. high is the the laptop standing up? What do you mean? It's Oh, you didn't put the legs down. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. no. You're thinking I'm like <laughs> an ironing board. You think I have the ironing board on top of the bed? No, I have it on the side of the bed. So you know how an ironing board it's oh. legs like that? Yeah. So you can kind of tuck it into the bed, and the top of it still leans over oh, the bed. You digging what I'm putting down From the floor. Now? Yes. From yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Yeah, man, because then it's like it's almost like breakfast in bed situation. You know what I mean? Sure, the snowman in bed. Yeah, snowman in bed. So I got a little table there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm you're like, I'm, I'm going to iron this out. But I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> I got to iron this out, dude. For the pod. Uh, that's what the snowman needed to do was iron out all this shit. But I watched it like that, and at a certain point, I started saying to myself, is this movie that bad, or am I just distracted because I'm in a motel room on the road watching this on a Chromebook? Yeah, to me, though, that's a good place to watch a movie. You're on the road, nothing else to do. You're watching TV anyway. Uh, you know where to go. You got to stay for the next show, whatever. Yeah, but on a laptop. Yeah, on the also laptop. Also in bed. I don't like watching movies in bed. I want to be on a couch. Yeah. I want to be in a chair. Yeah, you know? prefer a couch. Yeah, bed is not a good situation. I'll read in bed. Yeah. You know, yep. I'll, I'll lay with another woman in bed. Whoa. Whoa. I like how you said another woman. Implying, I got to cover my bases. Implying you may be a woman yourself. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, I didn't even realize that, how I phrased that. I meant like the next woman. Me and another woman. Whoever she may be <laughs> on this long list of women. So two, count uh, two women in the bed. <laughs> 
Mike's going to be combing through old episodes like the clues were all there. <laughs> that sounds like a... Dude, that's like what happened in the movie uh, Yeah, it sounds point, like a right? plot line into the snowman. Yeah, so the doctor's the bad guy. Just to go back to what you said, he throws the pills out the window, and then we see the construction guy who's working on the detective's apartment, which the detective doesn't seem to know. For a detective... Some strange man is in your apartment without your clearance or awareness, and you're just like, okay. Well, he's pointing a gun at him. Doesn't even shoot. He, did, he, he fires shoots. at him. He fires the gun. He fires at that him. That never, ha- like, we never have to deal with the consequences of that, you know? Yeah, true. He doesn't even notice in the moment. I know he's got a lot of noise going on, but he'd still notice a gun. And shot. the construction guy who was in there, like, to rip out mold, he, yeah. was, he was pretty cool with it, considering a firearm was just shot in his direction. Right, right. <laughs> so he's like a creepy guy, and you think maybe it's going to be him, but later on we see it's really the doctor who originally prescribed him these pills right? sneaking back into the apartment building and placing them there again. Can you tell me what the fuck was going on with the pills? Were they poisoned? Were they what? Well, they were clearly something that, because even when the wife, or not the wife, but whatever, the girlfriend, yeah. uh, she was like, you didn't, you could have went to a different doctor. But I, I was kind of waiting for the, the twist on the pills. Were yeah. the pills somehow hurting his uh, cognitive function right. or making him black out. I don't think they were, and they don't ever show him taking the pills. Or, or am I No, nuts? he never takes them. So he doesn't even take the pills. So, yeah. I, you know, like so much of this movie where I guess they they slap noir on it so then they can do these, Whatever the fuck they want. These, what do you call them? Uh, pickled herrings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, red herrings. <laughs> yeah, so you got pickled all... Pickled <laughs> herrings. You got all these red herrings all over, meaning all this information, all these different uh, what could be like alleyways, if that's the right word, or leads that go absolutely nowhere for the story. Yeah, because it's a bit of a whodunit. Yeah, yes. And the completely pointless information, all these other characters, uh-huh. none of them matter really, yep. kind of. Val Kilmer could have been completely cut from this film and it wouldn't have mattered at all. And, or the the guy who was the uh, making the pitch for Norway to have the Olympics. I guess I mean, he might have been a senator or no, business guy. No, I mean, he kind of... Well, actually, yeah. Wait, what does his thing have to do with the doctor? The doctor, maybe the other doctor who was who who was like providing no, no, yeah, him the, women. The, the weird, the weird doctor, the weird doctor. But the but then the guy he was but working what do the for the weird doctor and J.K. Simmons have anything to do with the murders that are going on? Well, he brought the woman over to him, and what was that whole scene where she takes her top down? He takes a picture of it. What? Idiot. You just let me take a picture of you naked. Well, it was I think it was idiot to the girl to, to the guy. Don't yeah. do that here. Yeah, don't bring that here. But, but then, thanks for the I'll take the photo though. And then in the following scenes, she's totally just working for him. Right. Which maybe it's a human trafficking thing. It, none of that. Again, it's not clear and it doesn't matter. Yeah. And uh oh no, wait. The girl with the bangs ends up dying. The cop who's helping him The cops who, who who's that's Val him. Kilmer's daughter yes. if this sounds confusing and stupid it's because it is it's it is confusing, it's confusing and, stupid. and stupid and also i want to say forgivable though because i feel like somewhere in here is is a good movie <laughs> but but i just read this because i i wanted to say before we can start let me just do a little bit of reading you i sure? didn't get a chance to do it yet yeah and one of the things i saw which is fucking huge what they didn't film 15 percent of the script there was more? There was 15% more footage that they never even... Not footage, because they never got to film it, but things that they intended to go into the film, and then because of, like, uh, you know, schedules and shit and running short on money, they were like, we just got to film what we have, and we'll try to piece together a movie out of it. So wow. they probably did the best they could, but I guarantee you, like, the story itself is probably pretty good. 
Yeah, you, there was so much you could have cut out, though. That's why it's like yeah. more seems nuts. But I wonder if I wonder if those things that could have been cut out would have made more sense if they had wound up filming the other fifteen uh, percent. Yeah, know? I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I do hear what you're saying. Like maybe we would have found something out about the pills. Maybe he takes the pills one time and realizes they're not what he thinks it is. I'm not saying this is true. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Right, right. Especially because Marty Scorsese is attached to this as a producer. Yeah. You think he's not going to put his name on a piece of dog shit? And it is odd. It was an hour and 59 minutes. Like, they could have done a two-hour, ten minutes. Like, yeah. it wouldn't have been so crazy. It wouldn't have saved it. I just don't think it would have saved this movie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. How about the how about this scene? This the woman comes in and I don't I know her from something. She plays a blonde and she's chopping chickens' heads off. Oh yeah, I love that scene. And then where is she from? I recognized her too. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what she's in, but I definitely recognize her. Anyway, so she's chopping chickens' heads off, and of course, you know she's pregnant. I'd be like, it's her. She did it. She's pregnant, and that's supposed to somehow mean something with that storyline of everyone's dad and not wanting the kids and weirdness. There's always weird pregnancies in noir films. Okay. There's always references to water, which, which there wasn't in this, but it's snow everywhere. There is. The opening, not the very, well, basically the opening scene, the mother drowns. Oh, yeah, she drowns in water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 While it's snowing. While it's snowing. <laughs> also, it cracks through the ice in such a weird way. like And the kid doesn't get pulled down or anything. That is a foot of solid ice. Yeah. It doesn't crack like that, yeah. in my opinion. But right. what can, Well, that's Norwegian ice. What can you do? Norwegian ice, Norwegian wood. These things don't have regular properties. <laughs> right? Norwegian wood. <laughs> they don't use guitars. That's a, that's a sitar. That's a sitar. <laughs> so, what the hell was the point? Oh, so she um, she's ch- chopping chickens' heads off. Mm-hmm. Then... Her head gets chopped off. Yep. Quite literally. Placed on top of a snowman. Which, uh, the oh, and all that, the CGI graphics is just like, this was off the It's very Midsommar. It was gross. Some of the gore in this. I know I've referenced this film all the time, but. Anyway, the next scene, she's back playing her twin sister. Hilarious. To, mo- <laughs> to move the story a bit further. And to her credit, great actress. She changed the, um, you know, had a slightly different accent, yeah. slightly different demeanor. You know what's funny? I didn't even, I knew it was her sister. I wasn't like not paying attention. I knew it yeah. was, but I didn't take the time to be like, that's the same actress. Yeah. That's not a sister no, no. or someone else. That's the same exact woman. We just watched her get her head cut off. <laughs> Next scene, it's her sister who's there. You think she gets paid for two roles or one? <laughs> <laughs> She's probably in the credits as both names. Right. I, you think they give her two lines and say her name twice? Or it's like Johanna and Eldridge of, you know, her last name. I guess neither one of us made it through the credits to, no, know, we did to not. know that information. No, I got out real quick. But then, so there's a scene with her now talking with the sister. The sister's talking to the cop. And it's like, okay, moves the story along. And then that's it. You never get back. You know, she just. To the sister? It did. She just disappears into the ether. My sister's head got chopped off. But, you know, this is Norway. Shit happens. <laughs> Norway's a much more gangster place than we acknowledge in the United yeah, States. It's just another thing included in the film. That's another thing, too, about the gun going off in the apartment when the, when the mold guy is there. It's like, yeah. this is Norway. A gun goes off. That's like. People are going to hear about that. You would think so. The landlord's going to be like knocking on your door. What the you fuck was that so. about? You here's here's so. another little tidbit from the movie that means absolutely nothing as far as I can tell. Yeah. The snowman. herring. The snow. Another pickled herring. <laughs> <laughs> the snowman's mouth is made of coffee beans. Yes. Good, cool. <laughs> it means nothing. Like you would think maybe they're going to find the bean. They're going to connect it to the other murders. No, they don't. It they really. Did, they did find the bean at one point. At one point. You remember that? Fastbender. He's like beans on the ground. Steals the file from the. Um, a lot of files. The bangs. The woman. The, the cop with bangs mm-hmm. had a file on what 
the killer ended up being the killer that killed her father, who was Val Kilmer. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there were beans at the crime scene yeah. when the snowman, the snowman melted. melted. Yeah. And no one saw that. But had they seen it, what? It doesn't <gasps> connect. It the doesn't s- connect anything to that. The, the snowman coffee bean killer. <laughs> yeah. The killer was this doctor. Well, he has nothing to do with coffee. That's something they use to affectate a snowman's facial features, I think, is all. Yeah, but it had. I don't think if there were, you know, they had like the branches where they'd be like, "What do the branches mean?" Right. Or like the. I don't think they ever use a carrot as a nose, do they? No. But if they did, you wouldn't be like, "What is why a carrot?" You wouldn't say why anything. What did you use as a mouth as a child when you made a snowman? Except that they zoomed in on the beans so damn often. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever made like a real classic, like good snowman. Like maybe one time in my life. Yeah. As a child, maybe. I did it once. Yeah, maybe we dressed it up. That uh, snowman came to life and killed half my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Scariest six weeks of my life putting down that snowman. <laughs> and, you know, the, they're throwing snowballs every so often at a I've window. I've never been scared by a snowball before this movie. <laughs> that snowball hit that window. I was like, oh. Yeah, it was like from the car that clearly followed her there. Yeah. I, I don't know. The whole... People are very... For, like, detectives and shit, some of these people are very lax. <laughs> like, that car's been following me all day, but whatever. I'll just go home to my kid. The fact that he's a drunk, the fact that he takes the pills, I mean, none of it matters. None of it adds up. It all comes back to the the doctor was playing everybody. Doctor was playing everybody. Yeah. He was a good actor in this. Yeah, creepy. You know when he won me over was when they're in the train car and he calls uh, the kid... And he's like, hey, I forgot to check my messages. The detective who's a drunk, he actually, he did. He meant to call you and tell oh, you yeah, he couldn't yeah. make it. But, uh-huh. And then uh, Fassbender's character is just like, you didn't have to do that. That's when he won you over? That's when he won me over because I was like, he's probably just a nice guy. He's probably just the new, you know, he's like the new stepdad figure. Right. And he's not trying to replace anybody. Yeah. He's not trying to, you know. Mm-hmm. But turns out he was killing people, Mike. <laughs> he's not just killing people. He had this awesome tool. I don't know what they use that for. That's funny. I had a I had an opposite when that phone call happened. You were like, he's the guy. Well, I was like, not not he's the snowman, oh, okay. but like, stay out of my business, pal. Right. I I'm dealing my relationship here. Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't ask you to do that. Now you're lying <laughs> on my behalf. I don't lie. I'm a man. I'll stand. I'll take my medicine and go stand up right, for this right. and and admit to what I did here. The do- he hangs up. The detective calls the kid right away. He's like, that was a lie. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about it, and I'm not going to be there. Yeah, because at that I'm point, drunk right now. You, <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. You can't go back. What, on are you expect me to take the train and not get drunk? I'm hammered. Don't tell me what to do. Huh? I'm All sitting right, on the bottom of a children's slide. <laughs> hey, listen, pal. Do me a favor. Don't do me any favors. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, I get him being a drunk, but like, you got to be a high functioning alcoholic to be a an acclaimed detective. Kind of a famous detective. People are studying his cases at the academy and shit. It's a trope. Yeah, the drunk. I get that. But the, like drunk, sli- the drunk detective. But like sleeping on the floor outside of like stores in the snow and shit. Yeah. Get yourself home, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Drink around your house so you're not doing that. I don't know. How about come up with a better greeting when he comes He comes to visit his uh, girlfriend. She's showing a, a home or something. He just goes, stands outside the window and stares, stares at, her. at her. He's like, you know, I slept outside last night. It's like, what? how about a wave? How about a not be so freaking creepy yeah. for no reason at or all? Or even from her, how about be like, beat it. Like, give him a thumb, like, get out of here. Yeah, they just stare at each other in an awkward way. Right. 
I do like that trope, especially in noir movies, detective movies, where you know the the you never want a Superman type guy at the helm of the ship. You want a guy who's troubled, who's got demons, and you know, I mean, there's stakes yeah. other than just his immaculate reputation. Right. I right. don't even want the immaculate reputation. I want this guy to you know to be really scarred. I agree, and and if he was popping those pills, then you're sitting here like maybe he is the snowman. Maybe he's blacking out. Maybe he's. Uh, Night walking, sleepwalking. Like it'd be he, fucked up though if he didn't recognize his own handwriting. He woke up. He's like, "Who wrote me this weird?" <laughs> <laughs> he's covered in snow. <laughs> he's got a pocket full of coffee beans. <laughs> he's waking up to that weird weapon, and he's just like, "What is that?" The mold guy left that. Well, yeah. So they found those severed heads and body parts. Was that in the doc? Which doctor had that? Now I'm getting myself confused. Wait, what are you talking about? They found... Don't they find in a freezer, they find some of the heads? I think they put the heads in a freezer after they're... They show a lot of the police, uh, how they catalog things in this. Yeah. Everything that got cut off eventually got put in a plastic bag and then put in a (laughs) styrofoam box and then put in a bigger metal cooler. Right. Then they're blowing each other's... They're blowing the heads off in the same way the suicide happened with the shotgun for Val Kilmer. It was the same way they staged it for whoever else. Oh, the the chicken lady, I guess. No, it wasn't the chicken lady. Who else got her... Who else got their heads blown out? Um, (laughs) Was it the doctor? Was it the good doctor? The creepy doctor? I don't think it was the... Was it the creepy doctor? Maybe. I, I don't know. This fucking con- movie is confusing, man. It's... There's so much... It's very hard to keep So track much of. went on for nothing, really. Yeah. And that's the problem. I mean, I've heard that critique of other noir films, movies that I like, but... I don't know. I don't want a movie to be super simple, but I don't want it, me to be having to, like, go back. I don't want to have to make in- insinuations. You know what I mean? I don't like people floating ideas. Tell me... Like, Mary did it. <laughs> don't be like, well, everyone was at the party except for... <gasps> and then there's a moment of realization that I don't take part in. <laughs> and then the movie goes on and we get to the end. I'm like, it was Mary? <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, they kind of insinuated it. It's like, don't insinuate. Fucking hit me across the head with it. As as we're, when we're supposed to. Not early. Just when we're supposed to. Fucking make it clear for me. You know, This film feels like it had all of the things that could happen in one of these murder noir movies mm. and they threw everything in there it's got everything you can have and it's like well that doesn't add up to something good necessarily yeah. you just threw every trope in every trope there can be and then the ending to me is so shallow no pun intended shallow water shallow ice that's a stretch no, hit the thing, hit the button. <laughs> uh, no, it's a shallow ending. Like he, first off, he shoots the 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 killer. The snowman shoots the cop from very, very far, far away. Far with one no sh- training, one shot with a handgun, He's right a doctor, right in the kneecap. Just yeah. fucking. I think it was the shoulder. Was the kneecap? I don't know. Ah, doesn't matter. Nails him. Yeah, and and I'm like, that's hard in the fog. Yes, you know, just excellent shot on the ice. Harrison Ford. Yeah, you know, couldn't do this. Yeah, and the, yeah. the fugitive couldn't pull yeah. this off. Bullseyeing womp rats. And then home. he takes the time, uh, Fassbender now, to explain to him, it, you were mad at the wrong person. 
it wasn't your mom you should have been mad at. It was your dad who never wanted you. Mm-hmm. Which it's like, is that the point of this film? I'm very confused. Is this a pro-life propaganda? I can't re- really I tell. I think that's the point in the film where we discuss, and I could, I'm, I'm probably wrong, maybe I'm wrong. Because no snowmen know their dads. Because <laughs> dads just don't live in Norway. They just beat it. They move. Uh, I think that was the moment where we're supposed to, because the whole movie, I thought, the young boy at the beginning of the film with the mother falling through the ice was Michael Fassbender's character. I thought that until they do the flashback nine years. Because oh. not, because then it's nine years previous, and they're Val Kilmer searching for the killer, and it was like, oh, so it can't be. It couldn't be at that point. Wait, well, Val Kilmer's searching for the killer, but the killer has nothing to do with what happened with the boy and his mom sinking in the car and the cop not wanting to be a dad to him, right? Yeah, none of that had anything to do with so, Val So Kilmer. follow me is that I think the whole film we're supposed to believe that that young kid watching his mom drown in the car is Michael Fassbender's character until we get to the end. No, it's the nine years, because nine years prior, because you, then you know nine years earlier they were searching for this... Uh, Searching for this killer, or whatever. But Fassbender, it would have only been nine years earlier. He, you couldn't have been a child then. <clears throat> the murder just happened. So, like, which murder just happened nine years prior? Val Kilmer is investigating the murder of where he shoots the mount the the birds. You know, the birds all fly away. Um, Jesus, I'm getting confused. Either way, it would have been either the light the lifetime of the daughter. Would had like the daughter was well over nine years old, the girl with the bangs, uh-huh. or Fassbender. Either way, once the nine years thing, because I paused it and I went through this in my head. I'm like, wait a second. So okay. if this is nine years earlier, um, it couldn't be. That's how I knew then. Okay, so Fassbender isn't the boy from the beginning. But what's the murder that's taking place while the mother is sinking through the ice? Like they never make a reference to that being nine years earlier. That just seems to be like a way, way flashback. Yeah, that was way. That was that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah you're right. But um, I don't know. I had it right. <laughs> I had it figured out when I was watching. I paused it. Right. And I figured this out in my head. <laughs> but anyway, whatever. I don't know. I'm not totally. I'm not saying you're wrong, but yeah. I'm not also. I'm not conceding either. Well, I'm not. I'm not rewatching this to figure I out. I ain't fucking rewatching <laughs> it either, dude. I'm sorry, Thomas Alfredson, director of this. <laughs> you should have gotten your other 15% of the script fucking shot, though. <laughs> All right? Yeah. Who's the real victim in this? <laughs> the viewers? The viewers. The viewers. No, the city of Norway. <laughs> <laughs> or not, the country of Norway. Oslo. It did make me want to visit Oslo. Oslo seems like a cool place. Expensive, though. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Or you could great. just live in a cabin. Cheap. Yeah, some of those shots, those, uh, those aerial views looked really cool. Yeah, it made it look beautiful. Do you think you could... Chill. Could you live in a snow place like that? A snow place? A snowy place. <laughs> well, I think Norway gets nice in the summer, but all winter it's just brutally cold, right? Uh, I don't know. I know there's a lot of drinking in all those places where yeah. it's very cold. Any place where it's uh, snowing all the time and it's a lot of big country and remote, right. and they're, they're just boozing away. I don't blame them. That, clearly, it's what you have to do to survive in, in these elements. Yeah. But and Michael Fassbender knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to get so drunk and sleep in this shack. So, but what were you saying? Nine years earlier? So, no, just that... Uh, the whole movie, you're still thinking maybe... The whole movie, you still... But at a certain point, maybe not necessarily that conversation at the end, or maybe that conversation at the end, they kind of flip it where it's like, no, it's not him. It's the doctor who right. grew up, and this is why he's all fucked up, because the, the, the sergeant of the local police 
was his dad and he wanted nothing to do with him and he hit his mom and he made his mom suicidal and shit. I'm not saying it's a great story. I'm just saying yeah. I think that's what happened. I think. Okay. I but, I, but I, anyway. I, I thought this movie was going to be great. I was sitting there thinking I already knew that. I, I didn't think that was the you reveal. Thought, you thought it was. And, and again, I could be wrong. I Maybe th- they were very clear that it was the doctor the entire time. To me, it was that nine years thing. And I'm like, okay, so it's not. Well, the nine years bender. thing, they're just exploring the other murders. I know, but I'm trying to. Oh, wait, are you saying that like nine years earlier, that grown up doctor wouldn't have been old enough to be doing the killings? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, one way or the other. It was like nine years earlier can't be. Was it supposed to be the same killer, even though? Well, it was supposed to be like imitation. The snowman killed Val Kilmer. Right. Because he was getting too close. So, yeah, one way or the other, I right now I clearly can't articulate know. how it That's made sense. That's what I mean. There's probably a good, interesting, complicated story here, but it's over <laughs> my head, and I really I, could use that 15%. I don't know if there was. Anyway, right then the ice just cracks. Again, really thick ice. Really thick yep. Norwegian wood ice. And, you know, the guy has a gun, which is obviously he's a marksman. Isn't he does, he doesn't, it nice? Norwegian ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't it? That's great. Fell through it twice. <laughs> Norwegian ice. <laughs> Coming for you, Weird Al. Oh, that's great. I'm happy oh, I got that second line in. That is the second line. Nailed it. All my good oh, stuff, man. man. Using all my good stuff. George Harrison would be proud of that. That's something we can be proud of. All good things must fall through the ice. So it's a don't stream. Yeah, it's a don't from me. You're gonna drown in a, a frozen stream. But um, I almost would have given it a stream immediately after viewing. Like if you would like grab me and be like, "What do you think of it?" I might have been like, "Oh, it's good." Like really? Because I thought it was supposed to be good. It was Jeez. definitely one of those movies where the more I thought about it, I'm like, "No, nah, there's too many problems in this fucking movie." No, no, no. I was pretty upset. Also, sort of like surprised at how bad it sort of could be in a way. And also how bad it was considering, first of all, I thought this was a pretty new release. This movie's been out for six years, five, six years. It was recently on the top ten of the movies for like a week or two. Well, it must have just come out on Netflix. Maybe that, yeah. But well, like, I, so I thought... I had no idea. This mo- I completely missed this movie or it missed me. me. Too. I didn't yes. hear about it. I knew nothing about it. Did you look up the Rotten Tomatoes? Because there's an interesting hap- thing happened. So I didn't look it up, but I happened to read a tidbit on the IMDb trivia, but it might have changed since then. I'll just tell you my little tidbit. Sure. You can confirm or, or tell me if it's changed or what. Yeah. But uh, it said this is the lowest rated movie that Martin Scorsese has ever taken part in. Okay. Which is which makes sense. But here, how low is it? It said 7%. 6 Wow, so it's 6%. dropped a percent since then. Six percent. That's Marty. Marty chirped, chirped in. He's like, I don't like it either. <laughs> They're like six percent. Yeah, Martin Scorsese is one. That actually counts as one percent. Yeah, point. right. That's I know, how, right? That's how strong his opinion. He's petty, but he carries a lot of weight. So six percent is like wildly bad. Yeah, it's almost too bad. So sometimes you think, okay, Rotten Tomatoes. There's a there's politics or there's some type of other themes going on where you know all the critics pan it. Right. So you go to the audience, and they usually give you uh, maybe a more honest, something a little more accurate. Eighteen percent. So it's really not better. It, so it is, but like it's it's, it's three bad. times better. But it's bad. It's three hundred percent better. Eighteen still is still very bad. Eighteen though. is all horrible score. Eighteen's not a good score. And that's just regular people. That's We've watched just some bad movies. Yeah. And this is this the lowest rate? No, probably not. But yes, it is. Well, by the critics for sure. By far, because let's yeah. think about it this way: Crimson Peak, 
which mm-hmm. was a movie that we really didn't like. Yeah. Confusing, long, a lot of characters. Uh-huh. 73% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 55 audience. Yeah. So it's like, that, and that movie. This we, is 18, but that's really bad. We thought that stunk. This is 6 and 18. You know, every scene in this film with Val Kilmer in it, every scene, uh-huh. overdubbed. Overdubbed? Overdubbed. Not one scene is his actual, like, the voice that, you know, he was using that day. What? Why or how or what? He was finishing cancer treatment, I believe, or had cancer at the time, and his tongue got very swollen. Okay. And no one had the balls to just be like, let's cut that part from the movie or recast it. Yeah. I mean, that last part's a joke, but that's true. (laughs) That he was going through cancer or, like, cancer treatment, and he had a swollen tongue, and they had to, like, re-record it at a later time. Right. Uh, which totally, even on my shitty laptop, on my ironing board, every time Val Kilmer spoke, I was like, this is not good. I didn't understand this what the accent editing. was or like what the... It's the- another movie where they are doing a slightly British accent, some characters are, and then some people are doing a slightly Norwegian accent, and but was, it's all in English. He was doing like uh, almost like a Brando cotton balls in his cheek yeah. thing. It was uh, Val Kilmer, you know. I wonder if the book is really solid. This is number seven or eight in a, the series of Harry Hole detective oh. stories. Okay. Which, what a name, by the way. Harry, Harry Hole. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Oh. Hilarious. That might be the best part of the movie. Is his name? Is that his name is Harry Hole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too... I, That's the, one of the film noir uh, tropes they should have left out. Just give him a normal fucking name. The only thing I, I will say that once it ended, I did like. I like the fact that his mom died cracking through the ice and drowning, and then so did he. And that came around, and it was right, like, right, okay, right. They, bo- they both went down. Like, yeah. like, maybe the mom was right. Maybe they both should have died. Yeah. Because it didn't matter. It just, <laughs> meanwhile, you know, okay, they, he survives just to murder a bunch of people and die the same way. I liked that they died the same way. I mean, if there's one thing I could give you a positive about this movie, you never want to blame the victim, but you do wonder why the mom wouldn't just try to get out of that situation with the cop, you know, or like, why does she even go after him then? Like, why does she chase him in the car? What's that going to do? I mean, you, you, you're talking real brave when you go in, oh, I'll tell your wife. Yeah. Right. And then the second he's like, all right, well, I'll never talk to you again. You completely fly yeah, off the immediately handle. Immediately race after. And then just kind of give up. Just have, and then a- have that moment of defeat where you're like. Now we all die. I'm well, just yeah, you're going through a... Me- you're disassociating, but like right. disassociating to the point you're going to murder your, your child with you. That kid, smart kid to know to pull the emergency brake. Yeah. I don't know if I would have known to pull the emergency brake at that age. Well, maybe if you don't pull it, you drive straight across and you survive. <laughs> well, I kept expecting there to be some sort of like, I don't know, cliff or something. And then you find out it's an ice lake. Right. And yeah, you do have that moment where like, well, if you're flying on a car... And you're going 40 miles an hour, you probably won't break through the ice. That's something about being on ice. Is that like you see people <laughs> skate on it and it'll crack along the way. And if you stopped, you might go through. But if you're just flying, it doesn't have enough time. Also, in the middle is where, to me, the ice is the strongest. It's around the edges where the more, is that true? more water would be moving. I mean, it's coming oh. up against the the edges. I think that's where it would start to slowly go. And then in the, and in the so middle, it's so cold there that like, that whole lake is fucking... And you see in the when the car goes down, it's a foot thick. Right. The ice is a... Do you know how much a foot is? Yeah. You know Come those European on. cars. <laughs> yeah, they're built with steel. Okay, so let's just let's just say okay. Norwegian ice breaks and the car goes down. Why did that guy go down at the end? How thin was the ice? Norwegian ice, man. He just slides right through. Well, the the uh, the piece of ice that he 
he's walking towards Fassbender, and then he takes that extra step and raises the gun. And you could see where he steps is like, I don't even think there is ice there. It's kind of like a hole. A mu- a, like a, a hairy hole. A hairy hole. It's, uh, it's like a... <laughs> a mushy, wet hole. Yeah, a frosty Norwegian <laughs> vag. Um, hey uh, But even then, it's like, this is a doctor. He just aced the shot with a handgun from 80 yards out. But he doesn't notice this fucking big hole in the ground that he just... And doesn't, like, put one foot and be like, oh. Yeah. He just, like, immediately yeah. goes through. Right. It's, it yeah. Murdered that... Murdered the uh, the detective with the bangs on a bed where the senator, whatever he is, uh-huh. goes up in that room minutes later. Not a stitch of evidence. Yeah. Not a wrinkle on the bed. The attention yeah. to detail, right? Yeah. Doesn't see a big gaping hole in the ice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, for the do- yeah, the doctor does make himself out to be. Throughout the film, he's taunting people. He's watching people the whole time. He's leaving clues. He's like, this is a genius killer. Right, genius killer. Oh, hole in the ground. <laughs> My kryptonite. <laughs> a melted snowman? Yeah. Also, you grew up in Norway. Everybody knows how dangerous. You know what I mean? Like, they have right. a sense of these things. You would think they know their way around ice a little better. Yeah, fuck right. yeah. Uh, I, I was happy, though, too, because I had the thought at some point during this movie that someone's going to get hit with an ice uh, globe, like one of those, the snow the globes, snow globe. and I hate it. It happens so often in movies. It's just like the object is nearby. A lot of times it's a snow globe, and they hit them over the head, and that's how they, it, it wins, and I was happy that that didn't happen. I liked seeing, uh, what's his name, get stabbed with the fork like four times because that was the only thing within reach. Yeah. That, I was like, oh, God. You know, unnecessarily, this movie was, like, extremely gory. Extremely times. gory. Like, yeah, w- yeah. For what was that? Why? Well, if it was a better movie, I'd be like, oh, man. And then every once in a while, they throw that gore in, and that keeps you teetering. I, I can I like a little bit of gore. Okay. I thought it used it sparingly enough. But the rest of the movie stunk. Yeah. You know what I mean? The rest of the movie was not good. The scene with the snowman on the blown-off face was... It, it looked really bad. Like, it looked like a rubber yeah. face. And it just... And the way he sets down the head... It just, was, like, fits perfectly and doesn't move. That was supposed to be cool, but I it, don't know, it came yeah. off a little, like, video game-ish. right Which, whatever. At a certain point, I almost wish there was a snowman with a hatchet behind his back. Yeah. I think I would have enjoyed it. You ever watch that horror movie? No. There's, like, horror mo- snowman horror movies where, like, they're killers. Yeah, the killer is mm. the snowman. You know what you get them with? You get them with a hairdryer. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, of course. That's how they win? Oh, I never saw it. Oh. But that's oh. how I do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I defense myself. Because, uh, <laughs> you need a really long extension cord, though. hey You don't have any battery-powered hair dryers, I don't think. I don't know. Do you have a recommendation for people who wanted to like this movie? But it they but it stinks. Well, it's I, like well, if you if you didn't like this, but you want to scratch that itch, check. I this mean, out. well, I give classics. I'll give you the Big Sleep. Here's one where okay. the the story, the whole kind of plot changes halfway through the movie. The story is sort of bonkers. Right. Humphrey Bogart, very entertaining. One of the best noirs ever. Kind of. Don't let the story get in the way because it doesn't sort of make sense. It's, like famously, doesn't it's that make kind sense. of noir thing, where like Chinatown, where it's like, don't even try to keep track of everything. Kind it's, of in it's a, secondary, in a way, but it's a really you know, it's an entertaining one. And this the, movie, it wasn't secondary. The whole thing <laughs> is like, please pay attention to the plot, and I couldn't follow it. Yeah, sorry, and it didn't mean anything. Yeah, um, and then the Maltese Falcon is the one I always really liked. Another Humphrey, the Bogart. two big ones. I that, tried reading that once. Ray Chandler, 
Oh, okay. And I think it's Ray Chandler. I don't know. I just I couldn't I couldn't get through it. I couldn't. Yeah. I just stopped after like forty pages. Yeah, I always like the Maltese Falcon, the reveal at the end, the switch a Rooney Dooney. They hit you with a switch a Rooney Dooney. Well, don't tell me now. I might watch it. Yeah. And uh and the big sleep yeah, big sleep's just wild. The story kinda doesn't make any sense, falls apart, but it's yeah. it's such an entertaining movie anyway. Right. Yeah, that's what I'd say. That's what I'd give I you. would I would throw out um the David Fincher, I think we talked about this recently on the podcast, but the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, you I got seen that. I got to see that. I got to watch that one. That's a good movie. Yeah. Um, I won't say too much then because I think you actually will probably watch it at some point. I yeah, bet. I'll watch that one. I Fincher is my favorite director. It's expertly directed. It's well acted. Daniel Craig kills it in the Michael Fassbender role as Harry Hole. Oh, it's Daniel. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it yeah. kind of might as well be. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's rich people in Sweden instead of Norway. Larry Mole. Larry Mole, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. All right, well. Could have been better. Don't stream. Don't stream. What's the, uh, do, we have a, do we have a movie next week? We do have a new movie next week. It's not, it's not the dead lady, the big dead lady. Well, you check the Instagram at Netflix Book Club Podcast for uh, all the, the upcoming schedule. movies. It's called Soft and Quiet. Oh, yeah, it's a documentary, I think. Okay, don't know it. I don't know if it is a documentary. <laughs> well, the one after it is. Then it's probably not a documentary. Okay, yeah, Soft and Quiet. Uh, We're doing documentaries this month, everybody. <laughs> I don't I have no idea what it is, so check it out. Yep. I bet Martin Scorsese would have killed this movie if he had directed it. Originally, he was going to. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw he was, ex- just, he was executive producer, but... And then they they found out, they were like, well, Mark Scorsese, we're only allowing you to film 85% of the script. <laughs> and he said, I've never had such constraints. I'll EP instead. <laughs> oh, yeah. what was the actress's name? I'll find it. The one who cut the, the heads off the chickens. Yeah, who was that? And she, where do I know her she's from? She's in something. Um... She's blonde. She plays two characters, apparently, in this movie. She's not Greta Gerwig. Okay. Who I thought kind of at first. How do you look this up? Oh, maybe you go to... IMDb? I know, I know what it is. I know how to look it up. You know how to look it up? Yeah. Mikey, stand, Mikey stand, Computers? Stand by, podcast people. <laughs> oh, God, the pressure is really mounting now. It's building up, dude. You better hit one of those sound effects quick. There it is. Beautiful, beautiful. Nice. Okay, her name is Chloe. I don't know how to pronounce that. Second name. Chloe something or other, but where do we know her from? So she was an American Psycho. Oh my God, she's the the hooker in American Psycho, isn't she? She's in uh, Kids. Boy- oh wait, she's, what's her name in Kids? That's who she is. Boys Don't Cry. Dude, I know this chick from a few movies. Yeah, Poker Face. I haven't seen that. Oh, The Zodiac. Zodiac. I, I think I know her from that. Russian Doll, that TV show on Netflix right. was pretty good. Uh, she was in Bloodline. That's how I know That's her. That's what you know her from? Yes. Okay. She's good in Bloodline. I think she's the... What's her character's name in, in Kids? In I'm Kids. pretty sure she's the main girl who gets AIDS. Oh. Tests HIP. And she's like, I've only had sex with two guys ever. And her friend has had sex with like 20 guys. And they both go to get tested. And of course, the girl with 20 bodies is like fine and clean. And she has HIV. It says Jenny, which is Chloe. Yeah, one one sure of Telly's it. early victims makes it her mission to save other girls from him. But before yes. she has a chance to confront him at a party, everything goes horribly wrong. 
Yeah, check out Kids if you want to ruin your week. Yeah, that's a fucked up movie. Yeah, I remember. So I, I was. That's one of those one and dones kind of. Yeah, I was young, and so I was like, "You got to see this," and I was like, "Okay." And then I sat down, and I'm like, "Gee, thanks." Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I understand this is kind of an important movie. It's a good movie, but it's like I don't, you know. Yeah. Even when they just beat the shit out of the guy in Washington Square Park, and he, he's, you know, they he gets every chance to like leave it alone, and they still beat the shit. It's like, yeah, that's you just fucking almost killed somebody over nothing, you know? Right. Yeah, movies. Well, they listen, make you feel things. Yeah, you want to throw on a movie and really just like laugh at a thing that's supposed to be serious, right? Maybe then you can watch the Snowman. But I have no legs. I have. Do you remember that part? Uh, I think it's the first scene in Kids. It's oh, a guy no. with no legs on the subway asking for change, and he's singing. No. I have no legs. <laughs> I don't know if they hired him or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if no, they I, found him. I saw that movie in high school or something, and yeah. never again. We should have a movies we'll never watch again rewatch <laughs> night where we watch like kids. We'll watch the what's the drug one? Requiem for a Requiem dream. Requiem for a dream. That's we'll another watch. one. Never want to watch that again. Oh man, I'm good. I, even Fear and Loathing. No, I've, I throw in Fear and Loathing every once in a while. Yeah, I mean I probably I won't see, watch it all in full though. I've probably seen it twice. Yeah, it's sort of just it's a lot. It's a lot, but I'll tell you, I'll say this: there's times in Fear and Loathing that really bum me out. Like with the girl in the hotel, in the hotel and shit. But the more you watch it, it gets funnier. Kind of, it gets funny where it's like these fucking idiots, you know? Yeah. Once you know, it kind of turns out okay, I guess. Yeah. For her, even for the chick, you're like you kind of laugh at it. But I know what you mean. Where there's parts of that movie that are fucking downer. Norwegian ice. <laughs> <laughs>